You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Why is life worth living? is the title of this devotion. What is it that makes life worth living? We used to sing it. He is the reason for living. He is my everything. Oh, some of those old songs when I was young, we would sing them and sing them. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. All my fears are gone because I know he holds my future. Life is worth the living just because he lives. And that is the secret of life. Jesus himself is eternal life. He is life and more abundantly his indwelling presence is life and it more abundantly and that's what he's come to bring us life more abundant but i want to take this subject here starting in psalm 4 please and because all of us can have these moments when we're needing to be reminded what is this life what is it that makes life worth living. And it's not because maybe you've gone through difficulties in relationships or in business or in your own sense of significance or worth or value that that maybe calls to attention what makes life worth living for me. You know, I love what David says here in Psalm 4 starting at verse 6. And I really love this psalm, but I'm going to go pass over the first few verses, even though they're real special to me. And I go to Psalm 4, starting at verse 6, please. There are many, David says here, there are many who say, who will show us any good? So you could see that it is not something familiar to the time we're living in, but something familiar to the human culture and nature of life, that the question comes up, what is it that makes life worth living? Why would I feel the enjoyment for living? And Solomon, who had opulence of wealth and riches and wisdom and increase and prosperity beyond anyone who ever walked the earth, said, it's all but chasing for the wind. It's all but grasping for emptiness, futility, because the end of it all is that we may fear God and respond to his instructions or obey him. He says this in the last few verses of Ecclesiastes. But David, he says, there are so many out there and they say, who's going to show us any good? Who's going to give us what's life worth living for? And then he gives the answer. He says, who, uh, and then, so let me read it again, verse 6 of Psalm 4. There are many who say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. 
You have put gladness in my heart more than in seasons that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell, dwell in safety. You have put more gladness in my heart than in the seasons that their grain and wine increased. They look on the prosperity and the success and they have a sense of fulfillment because of that. And yet the joy I have is greater, is greater. David did need to be reminded of this because the deception of passing pleasures to blind us can be quite strong at times because he says in chapter four of, uh, no, excuse me, chapter 30 of Psalms, starting at verse six. Now, in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hit your face and I was troubled. In other words, what David is saying, oh, I thought I'd arrived. I'm invincible. This is it. I'm there. I'm finally there. Now it's all going to happen. And then when I had all that success and prosperity, you hit your face and it all evaporated like the sand of the desert slides through your fingers and disappears. There is nothing in this world in which we can boast, but let him who boasts boasts in that he knows me, says the Lord in Jeremiah 9, verse 24. In verse 23, he says, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom or the mighty man in his might or the wealthy man in his wealth. But if anyone is going to boast in this life, let him boast in that he knows me. And you see, it's in God's face shining upon us that David realized that the real fullness of life is found. It's when the favor of God, when the joy of his presence is in you, or David would say in Psalm 16, verse 11, in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. It is in the communion and fellowship with our heavenly father that we find fulfillment for living because that's what we were created for. We were created to enjoy that fullness. And Moses, being a man who had seen such glory in the face of God and had been given the word of the Lord, that in this way, I'll read it to you. This is the word that the Lord gave to Moses to give to the people of Israel. He says here in chapter six of Numbers, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, the priests, saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So you shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Oh, that is Numbers chapter six, verse 22 through 27. You know, this is the reason for living. Why life is worth living is the title of this devotion. Why life is worth living 
is because God commands the light of his face to shine in our hearts, it says in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. And Moses was in the wilderness in a time of chastisement and discipline for 40 years. And while he was in this time, he says here in Psalm 90, verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And have compassion on your servants. O satisfy us early with your mercy that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days in which you have afflicted us in the years in which we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servant and your glory to their children and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And what Moses is saying, Lord, how long must I wait until I see the face of your glory again shining upon your people when they're all perishing before me. And that whole generation passed away because they refused to believe that God would do what he had said and refused to live by faith to see it come to pass. But Moses and Joshua and Caleb and some others stayed in faith and God was able to fulfill his promise through them. But Moses had to see all the people who were perishing because they refused to believe. Oh, how I plead with you to believe, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, Psalm 27, verse 13. I plead with you to lift up your eyes on high where Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, ever living to intercede for you, to save you to the uttermost. And he again will satisfy you with his goodness and renew your youth. And you shall rise up with the wings like eagles, Psalm 103, David says. Oh, let your soul rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. David said in Psalm 119, Messianic prophetic psalm, he said, Lord, the enemy troubled me and pushed me to the uttermost that I might fall, but you upheld me. And the very stone which the builders had rejected became the chief cornerstone. And this was your doing and it was marvelous in our eyes. Oh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Sent now prosperity, sent now success, Lord. And David there is praying this phenomenally anointed prayer in Psalm 118. In other words, he said, yes, I could have perished unless I had believed. But the Lord made his face shine upon me and the Lord lifted up his countenance upon me. Oh, I love these thoughts if I go to Psalm 40, which is another one of these phenomenal Psalms of David. I want to encourage you to read the Psalms. Psalm 40, where David says, Oh, hallelujah, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me. He heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my feet upon the rock and established my steps and put a new song in my mouth of praise to our God. Many will see what you have been doing in my life and will fear and honor you and will put their trust in you. 
many will f- see it and fear and will put their trust in you. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Oh, I just, my heart overwhelms when I read these words because it makes me long to have that heart that relies, depends, and trusts in the Lord. And I believe that even that longing, that yearning is a work of Christ in us who is working in us the willingness and the ability to trust and rely and depend on the Lord and see Him work in us, His nature and character, His glorious salvation where we may partake of His heavenly life. Oh, it is absolutely wonderful that you begin to discover why life is worth living. Oh, because He lives, I can face tomorrow. I know that the Lord is my helper and my shield. You know, David here says in verse 5, Many, O Lord, many, O Lord my God, are your wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts towards us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Oh, David is saying, Lord, you're constantly thinking about me. You're constantly thinking about me and I just can't even comprehend it. He says, do not, in verse 11, oh my goodness, these words, listen to this. Do not withhold your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. Let your loving kindness and your truth continuously preserve me. Father, I pray for every person watching this moment that you are pouring your love into their hearts, that you are pouring your love into their hearts by your Holy Spirit as you promised in Romans 5 and that they know they are set apart in this wonderful love relationship with you, that they know they're highly favored by you, that they know that you are singing over them with a happy song and that they are being preserved by that loving kindness of yours, Father, and truth, that they live in this reality free from the moral conflicts of the flesh and the agitating conflicts of this world, that they live in this wonderful rest and peace of your goodness and mercy that never fails. You know, I close with this, and I I read it from the Amplified. In John 17, Jesus says in verse... um, In verse 13, right? Oh, my goodness, I think this is so wonderful. He says, Father, I am now coming to you and I'm saying these things while I'm still in the world so that my joy, my joy of coming to you, my joy of being in communion with you and fellowship with you, why life is worth living is, is my fellowship with you, my enjoyment of you. That's what Jesus is saying. I'm praying this while I'm still in this world so that my joy may be made full and complete and perfect in them that they may experience my delight fulfilled in them. That my enjoyment may be perfected in their own souls that they may have my gladness within them filling their hearts. When Paul says there in Philippians 4.4, 4, or yeah, I think it's 4.4, 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, Rejoice. 
or as Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You see, when you live in this joy that Jesus has in the presence of the Father that he imparts into you by the Holy Spirit, the joy he has, the enjoyment he has, the happiness he has in the Father's presence, unbroken communion fellowship is what he imparts to you and me by the Holy Spirit. You start having joy, unspeakable and full of glory, Peter says in 1 Peter. You start having this happiness for living. And the circumstances of life can be challenging and not everything you'd like to have has been answered and not everything you're believing for has come to pass yet. And yet your joy is full because the Lord himself is the joy and the rejoicing of your heart. Now, come on. Why is life worth living? Because the Lord never fails to be more than enough for you and me. Amen. Have a good day.